With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side here with Kat and Paul. Join us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. Check out our merch store, too, on thefinside.threadless.com. The Dolphins face the New England Patriots this weekend at Hard Rock Stadium, noon central time, 1 Eastern. Patriots, as of this recording, are seven-and-a-half-point favorites, attempting to secure their 10th straight AFC East title in South Florida. We're joined by our Patriots correspondent, Derek Havens, from PatsFans.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at Patriots Haven. That's Patriots, H-A-V-E-N. Derek, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. So here we are, late in the season again. Dolphins are spiraling toward a mediocrity. Patriots are about to secure yet another division title. How does this year feel compared to, frankly, the last nine years when the Patriots have brought home the AFC East crown? Well, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's been an up and down year for New England, actually. It's I think that this year there's been a lot of questions about Bill Belichick's tenure, how long Tom Brady will play, uh, you know, what the team needs to add moving forward, salary cap positions where, you know, Rob Gronkowski uh, in, in terms of health. I think there's been a lot of questions really surrounding this team more than at least ever in the past 10 years. They're, at least in New England. I know they kind of uh, look at things through a, a tougher microscope around here and the standards are high and I understand that I I mean you wouldn't believe it but you know the team could be going to its eighth straight AFC championship game and and they could also join the Atlanta Braves of any of the four major sports to have a team win 10 straight division titles if they can close the deal on Sunday but there's a lot of question marks around this team uh, going back to whether it's you know Tom Brady's personal training methods, whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, the head, you know, the head coach to be, the Josh McDaniels head coach rumors. There's a lot going on with this team. Uh, they do a good job of kind of keeping it off the field, but in terms of people covering the team, they have their no shortage of of a drama to discuss. Yeah, and let's stick on the offense and the weapons there. I mean, you said Gronkowski. And, you know, typically if this guy plays 16 games, we're used to him putting up uh, 13, 14, 15 touchdowns and 1,200 yards. This year it seems to be a little bit different. He's had only three catches in each of his last four games instead of what he usually puts up every year. But it looks like the surrounding cast on offense has been a lot better with James White and Sony Michelle, and you get Rex Burkhead coming back. And Edelman's picked up right where he left off. And Josh Gordon, too, they traded for earlier in the year. So how, 
How does the ball distribution go now uh, for the Patriots? What's kind of the pecking order there right now? Well, I do think that Rob Gronkowski, we're not really sure whether he's going to be the same kind of drunk that he was before. Uh, You know, and this is a guy who, you know, in less than 29 years had three back surgeries. And I I can't imagine that kind of physical toll, the kind of hits he takes. You know, defenders constantly talk about how the bigger they are, the harder you have to hit them, the lower you have to hit them. There there are a lot of issues. I actually went to the University of Arizona and was there. uh, I got there the second year he was there. And, uh, you know, covering him and, uh, you know, you know he he's dealing with a a lumbar spine puncture before he's even out of college and and now to continue you know his career and the and, you know he's missed 34 games in his career and that's over two seasons and it's all due to injury and you know he's such a talented player but he's really lumbering he's not moving the same don't get me wrong he can still embarrass defensive backs and and, and linebackers he can He's just not doing it on a consistent enough basis. And I, I'm not sure if it's one of those things where it's an issue with an ankle or a back injury that he's been having problems with this season, or if it's one of those things that age is starting to slow him down. And that's hard to say, but, you know, Julian Edelman's gone up there in age, but he is still able to be a consistent weapon uh, for Brady. And I think between Brady, James White, and Josh Gordon – They've they've been able to uh, you know been a pretty good passing offense, but they're they are going heavy in the run game, and Sony Michelle's been a big part of that. They like to mix White in, mm-hmm. and they like to stay balanced in, in New England. Yeah, and they can give a lot of different looks too with with all those different packages they have. And it's hard to believe Gronkowski is only 29 years old. You know, it seems like he's been in the league for years, especially well, he has been in the league for years, especially uh, as it appears for us Dolphins fans here. On the offensive line, obviously, the Dolphins have had a lot of success against New England in Miami for whatever reason. Tom Brady, actually a losing record in Miami over his career. Uh, Obviously, the Patriots heavy favorites in this team. And it seems like every time the Dolphins have done well against the Patriots, it's because they've been able to put a lot of pressure on Tom Brady in Miami. The offensive line for the Patriots, obviously, they lost Nate Solder in the offseason, replaced him with Trent Brown from the 49ers. And it seems like year after year, the Patriots are able to patch together a good offensive line and keep Brady upright. How does the offensive line look this year? The offensive line has been playing phenomenal uh, for, uh, you know, really the stretch of the season. I think that Trent Brown has come in and he put a lot of conditioning worries uh, to rest after about game one or two. Uh, Joe, you know, they drafted Isaiah Wynn in the first round, and most thought he would be a guard. The team views him as a tackle. I guess we'll see where his proper landing spot fits when the time comes. Unfortunately, towards Achilles, he's done for the year, but they have Joe Tooney at the left guard spot that they really think highly of. David Andrews, even though he's undersized, has been really a team fixture and a captain for them on that offensive front. Jack Mason, the right guard, and one of the best guards in football, got very richly paid before the season started. And, you know, at right tackle, they have Marcus Cannon, and they also have a nice swing tackle in Lee and Waddle. So between those positions, they have been, uh, you know, doing pretty well overall at on the offensive line. And 
you know, the protection for Tom has been good. It's really not been an issue in terms of protection. It's been an issue more of attrition, like many, uh, you know, like many teams around the league. You know, you have to stay. The most important thing is staying healthy. You can get chemistry. You can get timing, et cetera. And, uh, you know, I think that in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of where this team is right now, their offensive line has been very strong and they're coming together at the right time. And moving to the defensive side of the ball, you know, in years past, they've had a lot of flashy players on the front seven, like the, the Jamie Collins and the Chandler Jones. I know it's a few years removed from that, but looks like just a solid group there. I mean, up front, I know Trey Flowers is having a really good year. I think PFF ranks him as the number two defensive end in all of football. Lawrence Guy, they signed, has been playing very well. Dante Hightower and Kyle Van Noy at the linebacker spot. How are things looking there on the front seven? Well, Lawrence Guy and Trey Flowers have been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, Trey Flowers is not one of those guys like Khalil Mack who's going to be just absolutely stat-stuffing. A lot, a lot of the time, some of the work he does is credited by another you know player on the defensive line, but he's the one who makes something happen. But Flowers is absolutely uh, just really coming into his own, and he's been putting a lot of things together there along the front. And Lawrence Guy, they brought over from Baltimore, four years, $20 million, about $5 million a year, and he has been, you know, even though he's not playing maybe 100% of the snaps, he is absolutely making his presence felt consistently throughout the season. He's been terrific. I would say that the reason this defense, and to me this, the Patriots' defense ha- that should be better, and, and don't get me wrong, they should be better. The, the the defense, I think, has more talent on it than the performance has indicated at times. But I would say that Devin McCourty, Donta Hightower, uh, those those players, they're carrying a high salary number. And I don't think they've been the same players they have been in the year past. I think there have been other players that have helped the team more. And not that they've been terrible, they've just not lived up to their, their you know, what their bill will be. And I think Dante Hightower had a great game in Minnesota. Devin McCourty, great game in Minnesota, or, or against Minnesota, rather, excuse me, last week uh, at Gillette. It was a very good win, and the defense rallied around, and they were both playing great, but it was probably their best game of the season. Before that, they've seen mostly quiet. Patrick Stone's been the better safety, and Kyle Van Noy has been the better, has been the better linebacker. So I think if you're looking at this Patriots defense, you look at a defense that – has some talent, has some good coaching, can be aggressive and can make plays, but there are times where you can catch them and put them in position to score points against them. And if I'm Miami, I'm looking at them and saying, no one really scares me. We just can't beat ourselves. Let's put ourselves in good position. The Patriots can tackle really well, but we can still put ourselves in position to make plays, move the chains, and we have to convert in the red zone. If I'm Miami, that's what I'm thinking. I want to make sure that I'm converting on third down in the red zone. And that's been a big problem for the Dolphins, especially with Ryan Tannehill quarterback and with Brock Osweiler quarterback this season. So what's your prediction for this game? How do you see this going? Well, you kind of hit the nail on the head right there. You know, I I think that the, you know, the Dolphins have had problems kind of continuing drives. You know, they it's kind of an all or nothing team. They need to they need to win on third down and in the red zone consistently to win this game. 
look, the Patriots have have led the league or been in the top five in terms of scoring offenses for, you know, like almost eight years. It's been consistent offensive production. And this year it's not the same. They're they're not just going with the pass first approach. They want to run the ball. They want to stay balanced. They want to work in the play action. So the Patriots are probably scoring in the mid twenties and their defense is, is, is averaging in the low twenties. It's not as big of a a, a, win, a victory margin as you've seen in the past. I think that New, there's no there's no doubt that New England's had problems playing in Miami. Uh, you know they always seem to have problems going down there. I mean the Dolphins have won four of the last five matchups when they're playing at home. So if you're the Patriots, you really can't give uh, the Dolphins. A, you can't really give them um, you know easy turnovers to set up points, and you have to make sure you're clean. But I do think the Patriots right now have been playing better football, and it's kind of rounded into shape a little bit. I don't think this is as great of a team as we've seen in the past few years, but I do think that they're going to get the job done, and I'm not sure Miami is going to be able to defensively get off the field on third down, and I want to see if, you know, I want to monitor the Xavier Howard, you know, injury as well, so I think that will hurt Miami, but I do think the Patriots are probably going to end up winning by seven to ten points, I'll t- I'll say twenty seven. I'll say twenty seven to twenty Patriots this Sunday. And that would be the exact opposite score of when the Dolphins beat the Patriots last year on Monday Night Football. So yep, yeah, and absolutely. I think the Patriots le- last week against Minnesota, they won twenty four to ten. It was a much more impressive victory than it may have appeared against a very good team. And I think that's kind of how the Patriots want to win this year. They don't, they're not going to blow totally teams out. Like, yeah, I mean, like 10 years ago, you know, when you had Brady in his prime and Moss and Welker and, you know, even several years ago when you had Aaron Hernandez and, and Rob Gronkowski beating people up at tight end there, I mean, that was a, more of a flashy team. I think they're looking for a more balanced approach this year. A hundred percent. They they want. Uh, it, it's it's stupid to say, but it's almost like they want to make the game closer. Not because ideally, obviously, you want to blow your opponents out, but that's just the kind of team they built. They they don't want to be as finesse. They want to be a little more physical. They want to be balanced. They are they are very much wanting to set the tone both on offense and defense that they could be tough, and then they're going to be you know running Pac-12 football out there all over the field and. You know, look, if you look at, you know, what they've done in the past, you know, like you just said, they have absolutely in the past wanted to throw up, you know, high 30s, you know, low 40s points. I think the team has the ability to do it, but not as consistently as in years past. Now they're looking really for like that high 20s, you know, maybe 30-point mark. They want to play tough defense. They want to stay balanced. They want to slow the game down. They want to make plays. And, uh, you know, for this for this Miami team, uh, I think I, I I will not say that anything will be easy, and I but I do think that uh, coming off of the team's most, pro- I think the Vikings' victory for New England was the most impressive of the season, and I think they're going to continue to build on that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, moving forward. Derek Havens joining us from PatsFans.com. Be sure to check out his website. Also, give him a follow there on a Twitter, Patriots Haven. And he's been kind enough, to, kind enough to join us here tonight, giving us a look at the New England Patriots sideline. The game takes place this Sunday, noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern time. 
You can follow Paul and I on the Fin side on Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on Spotify. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the Fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side. Then it must be the Fin side. Fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side. Then it must be the Fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do again. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.